the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Well, I'm Dave Heiliger filling in for Doc today, and it's Tough Topic Tuesday. We're going to be talking about Israel and Hamas. You ready to go with this? Let's do it. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are with Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Well, if you know Dr. Anderson's voice, you know that this isn't it. My name is Dave Heiliger, and I get to fill in while Doc is out today, and I am so glad to join you for this Tough Topic Tuesday. Hey, Doc, wherever you are, uh, we are uh, thinking about you and just so thankful for the chance to build a bridge of conversation and understanding here on Real Talk. So, what do you all think? Here we are. We are a couple of weeks in to this conflict in the Middle East. And I think it's on a lot of our minds, and we've got some things to talk about today. You know, we're going to try to build this bridge of understanding between uh, where we are on this side of the world to the intense conflict that's happening in the Middle East. Israel, Palestine, uh, multiple times a day, we're hearing news stories come out of what's happening there at the border of Israel and Gaza. And I'm wondering... What are you thinking about this? How are you processing this kind of news? I think, you know, processing news of war anywhere in the world where, you know, we think about this uh, pretty, pretty gravely. But then when it involves the Holy Land, does that does that turn the notch up for you a little bit as you try to understand what's happening there now that things are happening right there in Israel, your understanding of Scripture and what that land means and God's holy people and prophecy um, that might factor into how you're handling the news of what's happening there. So the question is, how should we as Western Christians respond to this war? How should we be processing it? Well, we might not agree on everything today. We might be uh, uh, finding those places where we do have disagreement. But today, I want to hear from you. Let's spend this next hour unpacking this together And we'll share a little bit of things of what's been going on recently. But within the midst of that, I want to hear from you. You know, this is a call-in talk show right here, 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. All right, if you want to remember it right there. And you won't want to miss our second half of our show today because we're going to have on a special guest, Dr. Lisa um, Shirk. 
who is the professor of the practice of peace building at the University of Notre Dame. She's been working with the Israeli-Palestinian peace building process for over 30 years. So hopefully in the first half of this show, we're going to come up with a lot of questions for her. The second half of the show, you won't want to miss her wisdom and understanding and excellent uh, analysis of what's happening there. Really hopefully give us some, a couple of takeaways for how we can be processing this. Well, whether you're listening from your car or your desk, or your home, we're just glad you are tuning in. You might be uh, tuning in as we're broadcasting live on WAVA from the nation's capital, 105.1. But if you're online, you might be joining us on Facebook or YouTube. And if you are, you'll see me waving at you right here. Uh, you can watch us on Dr. Anderson's socials. You can find him at Anderson Speaks, all right, at Anderson Speaks. Talk to me there on Facebook, talk to me there on YouTube, and I will reply to your comments if you chime in right there. All right, well, this is brought to you by Gracism Global. Gracism is uh, Dr. Anderson's consulting arm, uh, Gracism Global. We get to work with leaders from all sorts of different industries to help people build their multicultural leadership effectiveness. So we travel around working with leaders in the faith world, uh, the corporate world, and government world, helping people get better at crossing these deep divides of color, class, and culture. So if you want to check out more about Gracism Global, you can find us at gracismglobal.com. Reach out to us, and we'd love to get in touch. Well, here we are on Tough Topic Tuesday, but you know how we do it here at Real Talk. We've got Marriage Monday, Tough Topic Tuesday. Wisdom Wednesday, Theological Thursday, and Open Phone-In Friday. Hey, well, we are going to pray for this show, and then we'll get this party started. Call in, talk to me, 888-432-7434. Let's pray. Father, whenever we enter in, into a conversation about deep divides and conflict, what we want more than anything else is to know that you're here with us as we're trying to make sense of this broken world. Lord, we look to you for wisdom. We look to you for understanding. And right now, Lord, we look to you for peace. So, Lord, bring it right now in our hearts and in our world. It's in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, over the past couple of weeks, we've seen the conflict escalate there in the Middle East. On October 7th, 2023, Hamas, an uh, organization in Palestine there in Gaza, led an attack that breached the wall, separating Gaza from Israel and extended into neighboring Israeli towns where there are reports of extreme atrocities against civilians, families, festival goers. So many people died. I mean, this is a serious, serious uh, travesty right there. Many people were wounded, and more than 200 people were taken hostage. Um, over the past two weeks, we've seen Israel launch their counteroffensive. You know, there were various stages of their military response to this attack. People from all over the world are raising their voices, too. Have you all seen the protests? Have you seen uh, people calling for uh, all sorts of responses on academic institution campuses? People are speaking up for Palestine, and we see uh, people all over the church speaking up for Israel. Stand with Israel. Stand with Palestine. Who are you standing with? I think sometimes we can get so overwhelmed by trying to pick a side and also honor the deep, deep hurt that happens in the moment. 
uh, when we have limited information and we're seeing news stories and we're seeing speak, people speak out and we're even asked to speak out sometimes. We're just trying to make sense of it all. Well, in the times that people are giving this kind of incredible pushback, we're seeing increased polarization. Pick a side, stand with one side, put up the flag, and we really are asking a lot of questions about making some sense of this. You know, some people, just from their stances on this, they've lost job offers. They've been called Islamophobic or anti-Semitic. People have uh, pulled their funding from universities. Arrests have been made. Things are heating up all over the world. And uh, when we as believers are trying to make sense of this, we recognize that there's some probably some spiritual aspects of what's happening in the Holy Land that we should factor into that too. But are we seeing that on, on CNN if we're tuning into that or Fox News if we're tuning into that? How do we process the spiritual aspect? Who can we turn to and how can we make sense of that? Well, Israel is preparing right now for what they're saying is a multilateral operation against Hamas from the air, ground, and sea. Well, call in, talk to me. I want to hear how you're processing this. 888-432-7434. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Tebla Diduhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu-Hailu, a current Doctor of Philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession, and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. If you live in the Bowie, Greenbelt, Glendale, or Woodmore area, anywhere in that vicinity, guess what? Laser Landscaping LLC wants to make your lawn look beautiful. They will mow your lawn. They'll edge around the outskirts of your lawn. They'll put up plants, whatever you need to make your house pop. They'll do it for you. Give them a call, 240-516-4967. That's 240-516-4967. Ask for the owner, Fidel, and tell them that Dr. Anderson sent you. If you're anything like me, you see all the division and hostility in the world, and you know that if you just had the right tools, you could make a difference. You could help bring some healing. You could be a bridge builder. Guided by Dr. David Anderson and the Gracism Global Team, I learned how to live and lead by becoming a positive solution 
in a world that's dealing with such negative problems. I went from feeling overwhelmed to being empowered, from being a bystander to becoming a bridge builder. Dr. Anderson has taken the principles of racism around the world, helping corporations, ministries, nonprofits, and government leaders grow in their ability to bridge the deepest divide of color, class, and culture. Through Racism Global's coaching and certifications, you can gain the confidence and skills to bring change right where you are. Whether for you or your whole organization, we're here to help you bring the power of racism into your life and leadership today. Visit racismglobal.com and join us on this transformative journey. We're not just fighting against racism, we're building a world of gracism. Today is Tough Topic Tuesday. And now your host, Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back. Here we are on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Dave Heiliger filling in for Dr. Anderson as he's out today. Uh, I'm the director of Gracism Global, and we get to work uh, all over the world helping to build, build bridges of understanding when there are divides of color, class, and culture. And today we are hoping to build a bridge of understanding as we're trying to make sense of what's happening in the Middle East. The war between Israel and Hamas there in Palestine is escalating. And uh, today we're, we're starting to talk about this, trying to make sense of it. And I, I want to ask you, how are you making sense of the war that's escalating there in the Middle East? How should Christians, specifically here, us here in the, in the West, how should we respond to this war between Israel and Palestine? Well, uh, as we said back in uh, uh, October, what was that? Uh, when I look at the, the dates, October 7th, Hamas led that military attack that breached the wall separating Gaza from Israel. And since then, Israel said that there are more than 200 hostages believed to be held by Hamas in Gaza. Four hostages, two Americans and two Israelis, have been freed so far. And there are talks that are continuing to seek to negotiate the release of other hostages. I know we've said, uh, we've heard Biden say that there will be no talk of, of ceasefire until those hostages are released. And uh, ceasefire uh, there needs to be because Israel has continually uh, responded with escalating attacks to respond to that original attack that they had against them in October. What we've seen is this Israeli response has escalated a humanitarian crisis in Gaza where food, water, and fuel are not reaching the civilians in need. And I want to hear that about that a little bit from you. Uh, what do you think is the responsibility of Israel to, uh, I don't know, care for the needs of the civilians in Palestine as they're launching this response to Hamas? If you remember, Hamas is an Islamic organization that has a military wing that came into being in around uh, 1987, and they have been a huge force there in Gaza looking to protect the people uh, there in Gaza, and they've actually had many people come into leadership there in Palestine, and they're the ones that led this attack, but there are many civilians there in Gaza who are now feeling the brunt of Israel's response with this humanitarian crisis, how much uh, responsibility do you think 
uh, Israel and even us here in the United States have to protect uh, the humanitarian needs of those in Gaza. CNN is reporting that the latest violence has caused more than 1,400 deaths in Israel and at least 5,791 in Gaza as of October 24th. Now, getting those numbers is always difficult. Who are you listening to? Of whose uh, um, whose numbers and what are their uh, their activity that gets those numbers? But what I want to hear from uh, from you is when you hear those numbers, what does that do to you as you hear those that death toll? rising. Hey, well, we're going to go to Mike, who's on the road in Maryland. Mike, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks. Thanks for um, having me. Definitely. How are you doing today? You got a comment or a question for us? Um, yes, it's only, uh, well, there's too many questions already. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, about all you can do is comment on this situation. And, and, and I don't really have an answer. I mean, years ago, I believe it was uh, maybe it was with Sadat and uh, and and Clinton and and they and they were presenting to uh, Arafat this um, this idea basically that we'll treat we'll give Palestine and make it its own state we'll we'll treat it like a you know a regular normal state and and you know I think that that's when they had this idea of building the security wall and but Arafat wouldn't agree to it. It's like, you know, that's the only answer there is, is to treat Palestine, Palestine like it's its own normal state. Not like now, because, you know, Israel controls much of what goes in and out and going on um, in, uh, in, in Palestine. Many people call pal, uh, that Gaza area the largest open-air prison and uh, kind of saying they have this overwhelming control over that area. So you're, you're right on with that. Yeah, and and the whole and having the West Bank and Gaza, that makes the, the a a really tenable state of Palestine, you know, incredibly difficult. It didn't work out for Pakistan and Bangladesh, you know, mm-hmm. and I don't think it'll work would work out for the West Bank and and Gaza either. I I pretty much think you have to. I hate to say it because I mean everyone unfortunately is talking in genocidal kind of terms, right. which is not really good either. But I think we kind of have to forcibly move Gaza to the West Bank. Wow! And and I would hope at some point in time I would hope we would start to quit building settlements in the West Bank and start to start treating Palestine like it's its own real state, and um, and kind of hopefully never the twain shall meet. Right. And I I I'm I'm not sure if there's much hope for the retention of Gaza for the Palestinians in this uh, in this political and military move that's coming up. And when you think about genocide, you think about the loss of innocent human lives, right? This is not military action against military uh, forces. What you're saying is there's a lot of danger of, of mass extinction of a people group. Now, of course, I get most of my information probably more from the Israeli uh, viewpoint. But as they say it, uh, Hamas actively seeks to to be hidden, to be, uh, you know, encamped right in uh, regular, you know, if you will, residential kind of areas that it's it's almost impossible to find a really valid military only 
target in Gaza. They plan it that way. And that's just gonna it's just gonna add to the carnage. Well, that seems to be a lot of the the challenges that uh, modern day warfare has been facing as you take these large military uh, organiz- institutions. You have these mar- large military complexes, and their enemy is an organization that's very civilian uh, blended in. You know, blended into the civilian life there in the neighborhoods, and uh, we've seen the disasters that that has had um, in other uh, Middle Eastern countries. So, uh, yeah, it seems like we're setting ourselves up for a very similar similar conflict there in Gaza if their military Uh, members are looking just like the civilians. I just wish there was a state of Palestine and a state of Israel and a big wall between them and the two never cross over and you know, and they were everything was separate. And you live your life and we'll live ours. But that seems to be a long ways away from the reality that we're in now. Well, thanks, Mike, for joining the conversation here. Really appreciate okay. it. Well, what do you think? Do you think a bigger wall is the solution to this problem? Separate the two sides, never the twain shall meet. Uh, A lot of people think building walls is the solution to some of these peace processes. You carve out areas, you give people this land and that land. How important is it to retain the land that you're on? You know, if somebody came into your home and your neighborhood and said, hey, in order to stop the conflict that's happening here, you're going to have to be the one that picks up and moves. We're going to tell you where to live, and that's going to be your new home. Would you be eager to move? I uh, would assume not. But what I also want to ask you here is, have you ever been in a situation where you felt like violence is your only response that's left, your only option that's left? You've reached your point of frustration. You've reached your point of overwhelm, and you're left with this feeling of, Man, the, my only resort right now is violence. Do you feel like that's where the Palestinians ended up with Hamas leading the charge saying, we're, we're fed up with being walled in here. This is our only response. Is that, is that possible? Now, the atrocities that they committed against the Israelis is horrific. The news stories that are coming out of there, the video that's coming out of there, the testimony that's coming out of there, is just, it's, it's heartbreaking. And so maybe our first step, before we start strategizing on responses, maybe our first step before uh, launching a resistance attack, maybe our first step bet- before responding military, militarily, maybe it's to mourn. Maybe the first step is to take a deep breath and be incredibly heartbroken and sad for the loss of life that happened in Israel. You know, the in this new edition of Gracism that uh, was recently released, what we've seen is there is a power that's found in empathy. And if we're really going to pursue healing in a, in a region, if we're going to pursue healing between a deep divide, empathy is where we start in that healing process. So, For you and for me, as we're looking at what's the best response, maybe first things first, we can think about those 1,400 lives in Israel that were taken, the children, the families, 
the innocent, and we can be sad. And we can reach out to our Jewish brothers and sisters that identify so closely with the, the Israel, uh, Israeli people, and we can say, hey, I see you. I know this brings up decades, centuries long hurts and conflict. I'm here with you, my friend, as you're feeling this hurt. Maybe after a process of mourning and of sadness, maybe then we can take a deep breath and say, now how do we then respond? How do we then uh, make sure that this same kind of hurt doesn't happen again? Sometimes our speed of response can uh, negatively influence the wisdom of our, our response. So uh, do you think we should slow down here uh, in, in our response to this initial attack on October 7th? Maybe we need to respond quick, you know, quick, strong, a very decisive reaction. I'd like to hear from you about this. You can join our conversation, 888-432-7434. After our break that's going to be coming up, we'll be joined by Dr. Lisa um, Dr. Lisa Shirk. She is a peace professor at Notre Dame, and she's going to be sharing some of her wisdom on this topic. Israel and Hamas. Many people have died. Many people have lost their sense of safety. And when we come back, uh, go to the phone lines and make sure you get your voice heard. Think the government is spying on you? Wait until you learn the entire truth from Swiss America, the trusted leader in precious metals for 40 years. Let's just say you might want to think twice before making a bank withdrawal these days because somebody could be watching. It's true. Let Swiss America educate you about how banks are required to spy on us for the government and report any behavior they deem suspicious. You'll be shocked when you read The Secret War on Cash from Swiss America, which is really a war against all freedom-loving Americans. It's free to Salem listeners. Get your free copy of The Secret War on Cash by calling or texting 800-630-1495. That's 800-630-1495. This war includes digital currencies, too, so please get and read The Secret War on Cash free by calling or texting right now at 800-630-1495. 800-630-1495. Message and data rates may apply. Nothing compares to a horse. They inspire greatness, command respect. Because Virginia's horse industry isn't just racing and farming. It's built on the skills, labors, and passions of dedicated people working in every industry throughout our state. Horses fuel the economy, create jobs, support thousands of families, and even make dreams come true. Virginia's economy wins with horses. Find out more at virginiahorseracing.com. Listen to Turning Point with David Jeremiah, weeknights at 9 on Talk Radio for the Whole Family, WAVA. Helping you find joy in your life. That's what we do. This is Life-Changing Talk Radio, 105.1 FM, WAVA. 
Free inspiration and encouragement every morning, noon, and night sent directly to your inbox. Sign up for free devotionals at Crosswalk.com. Crosswalk.com. Sorry, News. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action. Welcome back. Here we are on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Dave Heiliger filling in for Dr. Anderson today. And here we are starting the second half of our show. I am so glad you're joining us here on this Tough Topic Tuesday. It is an important topic as we're talking about the conflict between Israel and Palestine. We're looking at what's happening there in the Middle East and what is the Western Christian's best response to this conflict. Do we have a different kind of perspective? How can we make sure that we're having the right approach to responding uh, as we're seeing all of these news stories come through? Hey, well, here in uh, this second half of the show, I am so glad we get to have a special guest today. Uh, I'll introduce her. Uh, she is the she is our guest today. She is Dr. Lisa Shirk. She is the Richard G. Starman and Endowed Chair and Professor of the Practice of Peacebuilding at the University of Notre Dame's Keough School of Global Affairs, where she directs the Peace, Tech, and Polarization Lab. She's worked throughout the Middle East and with Israelis and Palestinians for the last 30 years on the design of a peace process. Dr. Shirk, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, my goodness. I have been soaking in your amazing peace-building perspective and leadership for the past couple of years, have enjoyed sitting under your teaching, and I am so interested in hearing some of your perspective here about the conflict that's happening in Israel. Well, thanks so much. You just asked a very provocative question. How do Western Christians fit into this, and how should we make sense of it? Should I start by answering that or responding to that? Well, let's talk about that kind of on a, on a grand scale. Maybe we can start by you just talking a little bit about how is this conflict, how does this hit home for you? Where does this personally connect to mm. you? I mean, you're a peace builder. You, you've spoken about co global conflict in a lot of different regions, but here we are talking about Israel and Palestine. Why does this one hit different for you? Well, I think it's different for all of us because it's the Holy Land. It, it has meaning um, for the historic Jesus, for Christians, and because also the 
the state of Israel emerged because of what Western Christians did to Jews in Europe um, with two millennia of anti-Semitism. I have many Palestinian friends. I have friends in Gaza who are suffering under the bombardment. I have many friends, and I've lived in the West Bank and Bethlehem, and uh, I've traveled all over to the refugee camps of Palestinians. So I, I care deeply about people on all sides of this. Mm. So it's a peace process uh, passion of yours, but also a relational connection for you, too. That's right. Yeah, wow. absolutely. Well, let's start attacking this question, if we can attack something that will build peace <laughs> for us. But attacking this question of saying, how should Western Christians be processing what's happening in the Middle East? Yeah, well, I think we tend to write ourselves out of the story and assume this is just between Muslims and Jews or between Palestinians and Israelis. I think we have to understand the impact of our own religious traditions in, uh, for those of us with European ancestry to understand how European Christians set all of this in motion. Um, first of all, by denying that Jesus was Jewish, uh, basically Jesus was a Jewish Palestinian. He lived in a land called Palestine and he practiced the Jewish faith and never renounced Judaism. Everything that the New Testament tells us is that Jesus was a devout Jew. And the Romans who occupied Palestine at that time um, pushed the Jews out. So they left in the year 70 after the death of Jesus, 70 CE. And um, you know, Jews went all over North Africa and all over Europe uh, as refugees, basically, from that first, in a sense, Holocaust that happened to Jews in the Holy Land. So we have to then look at two millennia in Europe and how Western Christians made Jesus not Jewish. Um, mm. Basically, they took the Judaism out of Jesus. Um, Whereas most of us know, most Western Christians don't know very much about Judaism at all anymore. We're not taught it. We're not um, educated in the way Jesus was educated. And we don't practice the same rituals and Jewish um, practices that Jesus did. So it's a bit strange, and we have to understand really the anti-Semitism, the hatred of Jews that was brewing in Europe for 2,000 years that ultimately culminated in the Holocaust and why, and you know, led to the idea of Zionism that Jews would have to have their own state where they would protect themselves because the world there was no place where they would be safe. Um, so, but so then what you're saying we, is, we zooming way yeah. out, w way out, we can get a lot more perspective on how our story is woven into the events yeah. that are happening right now. Exactly. And how unfair it is, actually, that Palestinians had to give up so much of their land, really because of what Western Christians did to the Jews living in Europe. Mm. So the fact that there's, uh, there's certain areas that are Palestine, labeled Palestine and certain areas that are labeled Israel, the, the reason for that in a big way is because of Western Christian leaders uh, who have kind of rose to political leadership who tried to make sense of what do we do after the Holocaust in trying to help right. Israel and, well, I guess, help Jews protect themselves against uh, the anti-Semitism that exists in the world. Right. So there was uh, several different kinds of Christian um, 
approaches to the birth of Israel. Some some Christians just gonna, wanted Jews sorry, out of Europe. I'm gonna inter- I'm gonna interrupt you here. We're gonna go to a commercial break, yeah. and when we come back, we'll hit the okay. phone lines and we'll have you finish that thought. or do you know someone that needs encouragement? Dr. David Anderson has compiled his sermon series, Be Encouraged, into a book which will be sure to encourage yourself and others. For a donation in any amount, we'll send you a signed copy of the book. To make your donation, visit andersonspeaks.com, click on the donate button, and we'll send you your copy today. Have you ever listened to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I've got Mr. Andrew Altman on the line. He's the owner of Best Buy Waterproofing. How in the world are you, Mr. Altman? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm alive and grateful. Hey, please tell my listeners why Best Buy Waterproofing is so effective and why our partnership's been so great. We're so effective because we solve each and every homeowner's issue with complete customer satisfaction. And your customers have been so nice to us after the fact. We're friends with some of them, and it's been just a blessing. I'm so glad to hear that. Why should people call you today, and do you have any specials for the Real Talk listeners? If they call us today, we'll give your listeners a 25% discount. We'll give them a free inspection of their basements, inside and outside. And when they're ready, they can give us a call. That's bestbuywaterproofing.com, where if people want to call you directly, they can call you at 844-980-3707. Thank you for your partnership, Mr. Andrew Altman, with Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thank you very much. We are so grateful. With Dr. David Anderson, I'm Dave Heiliger filling in for Dr. Anderson as he's out today, and we are right in the middle of Tough Topic Tuesday, where we're talking about this conflict between Israel and Palestine, and uh, more specifically, Israel and Hamas. Today, we have a special guest on the show, Dr. Shirk, who is the professor of the practice of peacebuilding at the University of Notre Dame's Keough School of Global Affairs, among other accolades that she carries, a global peace builder, and uh, has been specializing in peace design in with the Israelis and Palestinians for 30 years. We're just glad you're joining us on the show today, Dr. Shirk. Mm. 
Thanks so much. Well, I, before we get right back into what we were talking about before the break, I want to go to the phone lines. We've got Susan yep. in Northern Virginia, and I uh, would love to hear from you. Susan, thanks for joining sure. us. Yes, hello. Uh, thank you for taking my call, and uh, just wanted to wish uh, say hello to Dr. Shirk, uh, learning a lot about the history of the conflict. And I just, what my feeling is, it's not just that. I mean, this, this kind of gra- graphic horror is like you want to slit your wrist. You know what I mean? Mm. I mean, it goes way down deep. The things that I have read and heard on the media is, is absolutely beyond belief. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody, somebody said it was worse than the Holocaust, what Hamas did to the Israelis. And my question is, didn't Hamas kind of think it through that if they go into Israel and butcher people like they did, don't you think Israel is going to retaliate Hmm. four times as much as exactly what they did? Uh, Over 5,000 people, including 20, how many thousands of children Hmm. have been butchered, have been shot and killed? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't understand why Hamas thought this was a good idea. Sure. Because you know they are uh, they 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 they're indicting themselves um, by yeah. <laughs> oh, we're going to kill some. You know, we're going to butcher and torture some Israelis like we think they deserve it, only to be met with. More retaliation. That's what Israel has always done. Thank you, so Susan. I just Thank, thanks. To yeah, thanks. Thanks for bringing this up, Doctor Shirk. So we're seeing a massive retaliation, this massive force of retribution from Israel back to Palestine because of what Hamas did. It seems like the question here is, didn't they kind? Of, shouldn't they have maybe seen this coming? Why would they? do this to Israel when Israel has such a military power and support uh, behind them? Sure. It's a good question. Thanks for calling in. I think we have to think back about our own 9-11 in 2001 with al-Qaeda attacking the U.S., where, you know, it's a small militant terrorist group, and why would they think that the U.S. wouldn't respond? And we did for 20 years. Partly, it is actually the strategy to provoke uh, enormous military response um, because there is a risk in a big military response, and we're seeing it now with Israel. Um, Some would say that Hamas provoked Israel because it was the only way to get the other Arab countries in the region to take their side again. Um, If you know some of the diplomacy that's been happening over the last few years, Many Arab countries have been making peace with Israel, and it's been making Palestinians really angry because basically the Israeli government has been ignoring Palestinian demands and mm-hmm. making peace with Arab neighbors, and, and they've been feeling left out. So this was a way of getting the Arab countries to come back on the side of Palestinians. There's a, there's a longer, more complicated answer, but mm-hmm. that's the one that's often cited in the press. No, that's, uh, that really does help, help us understand because I think we can kind of look past what Hamas and Palestine might be uh, viewing all of this progress that we've seen in the, in the Middle East, that we're looking past how they view it, that why can you make progress with everybody else, but here we are still feeling right. the same weight of oppression exactly. that uh, we've been feeling you know, for, for years now. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it seems like in the current conversation, people have to be pretty sensitive in the way they're speaking about this conflict. Can you speak a little bit to why right now, if you speak up too much in support of Palestine, then you might get canceled. And if you speak up too much in support yeah. of Israel, you might be canceled. Why does this conflict seem so polarizing in, in t uh, yeah. our Western world? Right. Well, you know, I think most people are taking sides right now, which is unfortunate because um, those people who are saying I'm on the side of humanity, I think, are the ones who are in the right uh, here. Um, when one side blames it entirely on the other side, um, you know, some students at Harvard said that Israel was entirely responsible. You know, this is, in a sense, excusing war crimes against Israelis. And so this was the point why they were canceled, is that if they had just said there were historical causes and the occupation, the the impact would not have been so severe. But to say Israel was entirely responsible um, basically erases the responsibility of Hamas for these horrific massacres that took place. At the same time, when the U.S. and the you know some European leaders said that this uh, this attack came out of nowhere, they're just erasing um, the history of uh, the occupation as as well. <laughs> so, just to say that it was unprovoked, uh, which President Biden said uh, about uh, the attack, this is unfair to Palestinians because it makes it seem as if they're they don't have any legitimate griev grievances. Right. And so we, in, in moving forward in the conversation, what you're saying is there has to be a bridge-building mentality in this where you look to maybe complicate the, our view of this more so than simplify our view of this. If yeah. maybe the path toward moving forward is actually making it more complicated rather than picking yes. a side. That's not that's not yeah, that's not a normal way to to respond in uh, in a time when we're highly maybe triggered or our emotions are set off by what we're seeing sensationalized in the news to say, hey, maybe I shouldn't follow that sensational news. Can you speak a little bit to right. how things are being reported in this conflict? Because I know mm -hmm. you have a, a very big footprint in understanding how information spreads, uh, whether it's in social media or legacy media, kind of those bigger media organizations. How is sure. this conflict being reported on right now? Well, here in the West, in the U.S. in particular, there's a lot of emphasis on anti-Semitism and the history of Jews struggling to survive and just a lot of um, flag-waving and saying we need to stand by Israel no matter what. And I'm sympathetic to that because I think Jews have experienced horrific crimes over 2,000 years, and we need to make sure that they are safe, and especially in a climate where anti-Semitism and anti-Semitic attacks are increasing. That is, it's really important that our leaders say that. Mm -hmm. um, but we also need to pay attention to the humanity and the civilians uh, who are involved with this on the Palestinian side, especially in Gaza, but also in West Bank, where Palestinians in Bethlehem and other cities in the West Bank are also being attacked now by Jewish settlers and by um, mm -hmm. some of the Israeli defense forces. So we have to really hold together the humanity of all sides and reject narratives that just... Um, see one side as human and the other side is inhuman. Right. The dehumanizing of any actors in this, um, it really, uh, it, it put,
such a negative approach on relating to those that are there. Because the people that are there are just like you and me. They've experienced something different that has moved them to the kind of situation that they're in. We'll be right back. Exactly. On Real Talk, Dr. David Anderson. Jim Gaffigan here with some more Straight Talk. Now you can get a Walmart Plus membership, plus not pay for it, because it's included with Straight Talk wireless plans. You get free delivery with Walmart Plus, plus a Paramount Plus subscription included. Plus, you pay less for gas. That's a lot of pluses. Only Straight Talk gives you unlimited 5G data and Walmart Plus included on select plans for free. Straight Talk Wireless, available at Walmart. Requires service on gold or platinum unlimited. One offer per eligible account. Paramount Plus essential plan only. Separate registration required. Additional terms apply. In business, everything your employees do impacts your brand, including what they wear. Cintas has high-performance workplace apparel for almost every job imaginable. From work shirts and pants to polos and khakis to Oxfords or T-shirts, these clothes move, breathe, and look great. Your team gets the styles they like, you convey the image you want. And Cintas service includes weekly laundry and delivery. To learn more, visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Where is God on your priority list? What about his word? Do other people see evidence of his prominence in your life? Glorifying God was Nehemiah's ultimate goal. We'll see how we can similarly honor God in our lives and in our churches this week on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Weekdays at 1 a.m. and 8 a.m. on WAVA. If you could impact the world for Christ right now, would you? Hi, Don Crow here with WAVA, and I know you would. That's why we're joining with Bible League International to send Bibles to nearly 7,000 waiting Christians in places like Asia, Africa, Europe, and the Middle East. The Christians we're supporting right now live remotely, where bookstores don't exist. Many live under corrupt governments and among religions like radical Islam that seek to harm them. Others are among a small number of believers in their villages, and they wonder if Christians elsewhere even know or care about their need. These members of our spiritual family may be under-resourced, but they are filled with joy and ready to share Christ with others. $5 sends a Bible, $35 sends seven Bibles, and a limited-time matching gift will send twice as many Bibles. Become a Bible sender today by calling 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-YES-WORD. Word, 800 Yes Word, or if you prefer, you can go online to our website, WAVA.com, and click on the Bible League banner. WAVA.com and click on the Bible League banner. Welcome back. Here we are on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We are coming down the home stretch here on this tough topic Tuesday as we're talking about the conflict between Israel and Hamas there in the Palestine region. And we are joined by Dr. Lisa Shirk. 
who is a professor of peace building out at the University of Notre Dame, among other accolades and roles that she fills. And we're just so glad that you're joining the conversation today, Dr. Shirk. Thanks so much. You know, we are um, coming down the home stretch here. I, we got one more caller I want to uh, get in. Uh, Greg, mm-hmm. we're going to come to you in Silver Spring. We, we don't have a ton of time here, but I wanted to make sure you got a chance to uh, uh, share your thought or question. Greg, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing fine, and uh, it's a pleasure to, to hear your knowledge. Yeah, this question is for Dr. Shirk. I'd like, to find, I'd like to know, does she believe that genocide was a thousand years ago where, where, the, where the original Israelites were, were spoiled and, and, and replaced by Russians? Hmm. Gotcha. So the question you is mean, Do you thousands. mean by Romans? Well, it could have been Romans combined with Russians. It could have been a whole um, – uh, the Greeks – and, and uh, the mm-hmm. genocide of the um, the original Jewish people, which which is probably yeah. written in the scrolls, of the Russian scrolls, and uh, and and the leaders need to be focused on Putin, Kabini, mm-hmm. and Biden. Those are the ones that need to be focused on. Write letters to them. So you're 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 wondering is historically are there other instances of genocide against the Jewish Correct. people? And who's to blame Correct. for that and how that might influence right. what's happening now. Right. The Bible says you fools hmm. and it's meaning right <clears throat> the generation gotcha. focusing well, I'm, forward. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you take take the answer off offline. Mm-hmm. Doc Dr. Shirk, could you answer that very quickly? Because I want you to have one last uh statement sure. uh, as you're we're closing up here. Well, when the the Romans killed Jesus, um, they also then for decades afterwards tried to push all the Jews out of that region, and they pretty much succeeded in, in um, forced emigration of Jews out of the Holy Land. So um, it's, it wasn't exactly genocide, but it was a genocidal intent to get rid of all of the Jews that, that were living there. Yeah, and so it seems like this is uh, not a new story uh, when we look at the global picture of the Jewish people's relationship with people all over the world, Western Christians being some of us. So kind of closing us up, how should Western Christians respond here? Is there something we can actively do, not just kind of see things differently, but actively do uh, as we look at the news stories that are coming out of the Middle East? Yes, I'll give you two quick, concise things that Western Christians can do. Very quick. One, if you we could. <laughs> need to one we need to learn about the history of anti-Semitism and our role in that. And two, we need to ask our leaders to stop um, the genocidal violence against the people of Gaza. Mm. We need a ceasefire. We need all the hostages saved from the Israeli side, and we need to end the occupation. And the U.S. has the lead in the role and uh, in the world to command that to do that. Thank you so much. Your wisdom, your expertise is invaluable in this conversation. And right now we turn to Psalm 122, verse 6. It says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May those who love you be secure. Lord, we pray for peace right here, right now. Amen. the road. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.